As a mom, the question you ask yourself all the time, and even other people ask you, is how do you do it all? And you're like, I don't know. (laughs) I just do it. And I lose my mind and I stress out and I worry and I don't get enough sleep. All the reasons. It is not some magic secret of how to literally get everything done. We're all struggling. But I want to help you get off that struggle bus of doing everything by realizing a couple things that you're probably trying to do too much. Maybe it's not the essential things you actually have to do. And our main job as a mom, is not to do it all. And I'm going to explain what it is to do and give you some practical strategies of how to actually work through and plan your day so that it doesn't involve waking up at 5 a.m. or staying up till midnight just to try to get everything done. That's not the lifestyle we promote here. My name is Julie Redmond, and this is the Mom Made Plans podcast where we go over practical strategies to not just be productive, but to be effective and impactful in our home. So let's get into it. In the role of motherhood, we seem to inherit every job there is. In the home and parenting, we can quickly just take on all of these roles and quickly become super overwhelmed with how do we literally get everything done? That's always what's hanging over our head. How do we literally do this? And so I'm going to take you through a little process today to figure out how to get everything done without the idea that you have to wake up super early, way before the kids, and you have to stay up late after everyone just to get everything done. That's not an ideal scenario and one that I want to encourage pursuing of just kind of burning the candle at both ends, so to speak, to do everything. Clearly, if you can't get everything done in the day in a reasonable amount of time, there's too many things or too many things just in one day. Um, The priorities are off. So we're going to go through a few things to think about and a few strategies to kind of adjust this scenario, adjust our schedule so that we feel like we can be productive and efficient within a normal day frame without waking up at 5 a.m. if we don't want to or staying up till midnight if we don't want to. So really honing in on what's going to fit. So let's start by really figuring out what is absolutely essential. And this is actually a very simple question. The essential things to get through a typical day. People have to eat. People have to have clean clothes. You need transportation. Um, Just those very basic core needs and knowing like the schedule of where people need to be on certain dates But really, the essentials can be a slim list. So I want you to be really hardcore. It's very tempting to be like, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I have to do this email and I have to schedule this. And yes, though, we're going to figure all that out. But we need to start with super essential items to your job and get really clear and to really evaluate what you're currently spending your time on 
because it is getting sucked up in other things. And hey, sometimes numbing out scrolling on our phone can be helpful. That might be what you need. But to realize how much time you're on your phone or how much time you get sucked into watching a show with like a few really little ones. And if you're struggling to get everything done, you may need to adjust some of these things and get some more defined parameters of when when you can fit those things in so that you're not losing out and losing your mind trying to stay up late and finish tasks when you did have pockets of time that you could have used differently during the day. So it is a little bit of a hardcore look, but the building foundation here is to really determine absolute necessary items. And this does include your non-negotiables. If you have worked through those to figure out, hey, if a non-negotiable for you to get to the end of the day and feel good includes you getting a workout in at some point or having Bible study or um, spending some time reading, um, whatever specific like lunch you want, a smoothie, whatever your non-negotiables are, that's included in the essential for you to get to the end of the day and feel good with how you spend your time. So we like this is literally like have a paper or in your phone notes, just start writing out absolute essentials for you and your family. They like have to get done on a normal average day. And then we need to figure out a system to make sure those essentials are happening consistently. And my favorite is the assign a time method. If you haven't heard me talk about that, I'm going to explain that a little bit, but you can always get the full in-depth scenario of really how to use this to like major mom hack your life, mommadeplans.com slash time. And that's a super quick, like 14 minute video training of how to use this to really like hijack your calendar and your schedule to be super um, efficient and like you have your act together. (laughs) So that is a major win. Uh, But this idea is basically whatever these essentials and non-negotiables are, you need to literally assign a time for them. Like I have shared dishes are a struggle at my house and just always piling up and figuring out how to get that done without that thing stressing me out all day long. So I signed a time that that is usually in the afternoon, somewhere around the time that the kids get home and it's before dinner. So I'm tackling that then I don't have to stress about that during the day if I see dishes in there or any other time because I know when I'm going to deal with that. It doesn't need to hang out in my brain. I don't need to stress about it because I already know when I'm dealing with it. So that's the goal. Whatever is in your essentials list, figuring out a time of day, it can be super specific. Like it, this happens exactly at 3.30. Probably not my recommended avenue, but that might work for you. Otherwise, just at wake up time or around dinner time. So there's flexibility, but you know, there's like that anchor of when it's going to happen. So you're going to assign a time to these and you may need to experiment and actually do this and then adjust it. You might not get it right on the first try of like, oh, I thought that was going to be the best time, but actually doing laundry in the afternoon doesn't work for me. So a little bit of trial and error is necessary. But I want you to think about as you're assigning times for these essentials, don't force yourself to follow some daily routine that you have found in a Pinterest search. 
that you think is like the magic answer to motherhood to get everything done. Because you have to filter everything through your personality, your home, just that real self-awareness check of what's going to work. Because you may follow this routine that says to do like laundry and like house cleaning first thing in the morning to get it done. And so you're trying to do that and you're hating life and it's taking forever and it feels like it takes all morning when really if you went through the self-awareness lens to realize about yourself that you are more of a slow start morning, maybe you do more like brain power activity things better in the morning, but like physical things like cleaning and doing that, you're more energized to do in the afternoon. You need to come up with a routine that fits your natural tendencies. And yes, there's going to be some give and take here and based on your kids' personalities and what just works logistically, but it's going to really help if you take a moment to have that self-awareness to figure out, you know what, when is that the least amount of suffering for me to do house cleaning? Like, when does it go by a little bit easier? What makes this better? So don't just blindly follow a routine, like figure out what works for you and assign times that make sense uh, for you. And so after you have these essentials kind of assigned in your day, you sort of have a loose roadmap of when to get things done. And you can start to see um, as you build from here when you have too much, like there's literally a certain amount of time in your day, depending on when you wake up and when you go to bed, you can't cram in more than can fit in that time. You can try and that's where you are now and stressing out and staying up late and feeling guilty. You're not getting things done. So let's be intentional about what we're putting in there and realistic of how long things take and what you can actually get done. So once once we have that, once we have those essentials, you can build from there those other things that still need to happen. Like maybe you pair like any phone calls or emails you need to do with one of these tasks. So you know, like, oh, around the time I'm dealing with laundry is a good time for me to also make phone calls because I'm not having to think that much when I'm doing laundry. Like I have brain space to do something else. Now, I don't want to say like multitask your life away because it can just be too much. But when there are some tasks that do feel good that you can layer something else with it, then try that out and do that. So that's the whole habit stacking um, mentality. And it's worth exploring once you have your essentials, like what are your secondary things that you need to do and figure out if you can group those in anywhere. And as you start doing this, that's when it starts being like, oh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot I'm still cramming in. Like, this is all great, but there's still too many things and I don't know how I'm getting it all done. This is where you pause and ask yourself, what can I remove from my list? What can I take off my plate? What can I delegate? And this is really where it gets hard because sometimes we're a little in that control freak of no one else does it right or no one else does it the way you want it. And you're going to have to release some of those expectations and like hardcore definitions of how to get something done. Like, you know what? If your kids can get the clothes in the right drawer, awesome. Do they really have to be folded? Like, really? Does it have to be perfectly folded to be done? 
can life go on if it's not? Like, this sounds silly, but seriously, when you're going through your list and you have too much to do, you have to make some sacrifices of what is acceptable to you and really step back and be like, you know what? Am I over caring about this? Does it really have to be done this way? Do the towels really have to be folded that way? There's just certain things here where you can release and let go a little bit and allow yourself to get some help. And that's actually not the right word I want to use because that really supports the narrative that it's your job to do everything and it's not your job to do everything. Everyone in your home has shared responsibility of the home. Everyone has a part. It is not all your job unless you allow that to be the narrative. And especially with your kids, it's your job to teach them. They need to grow and learn these skills to be a productive adult. It's your job to teach them those skills. And sometimes that can be painful and a slower process than we want in the beginning, but you have to sacrifice that initial learning curve to build them up for them to feel it builds their confidence that they can do things, that they have a part in the family, that they can contribute and to build on that feeling and build on that skill. So it is hard, but I am encouraging you as a mom of nine-year-olds that did not do a good enough job of this when they were younger to encourage them like owning their tasks and doing more independently, that it is so much harder, so much harder to make these changes and shifts to get them to do more, like dealing with their clothes and picking things up and taking it to the kitchen when they're done. Simple things, things that you may be doing and not even really thinking about. But when you stop and think like, man, all these tiny little micro tasks add up and build up to take a lot of my time. That's where you need to remember your job is to teach and to train. And so I want you to think through is just take your day and all your normal things and you're starting to reach down to pick something up and be like, wait a second, I don't need to pick that up. That is their job. And yes, we're still going to help each other out. And that's an encouragement when we can bless others and help them. But there are a lot of times where they need to be responsible for that. And that is something I think all moms need to hear and kind of have their own epiphany about of realizing that our job is to teach. So please share this episode with some mom friends that need that reminder as well. Pretty much everyone, every mom, you know, needs this. So please share this and just help all of your mom friends and just spread the word that we don't need to do everything. And it's really a disservice to our kids when we try to do it all. And so I just want you to think through as you're looking at your list, what are some little pieces and nuances that you can delegate and have your kids be more involved in as well? And with this, what expectations need to be shared with your spouse and with your kids? Like, hey, we're all a family working together. And you know what? The expectation in this house is if you use a dish or a plate or a cup, whatever, you are going to take it to the kitchen when you're done. Like that is the expectation that everything at least gets brought back to the kitchen. 
or when you have trash, it's the expectation that you will throw it away when you get up. And we don't have to be crazy the instant they finish something, like go through that in the trash right now. Because think about how you would feel too. Like sometimes it's like, I don't want to get up yet. And that's okay. That's an okay feeling. And to not demand like immediate follow through of these, but to still know that that's the expectation of like, hey, when you get up or by a certain time, and I love the nightly room reset. And that does encourage everyone to put things away and to kind of reset the space and that doesn't fall on you. But it's, I'm learning more and more, like you can't just do that and not have them participate at all throughout the day either. Because there's all these little things that you're doing. that's like, wait, they really need to do that. So that's my encouragement to you is to really make this throughout the day that you figure out what expectations you need to share with your family to be on the same page and to not just be, and this is something you're going to have to share multiple times and not just be grumpy at people when you see trash to be like, hey, we shared this expectation and sometimes I'm going to help you out and do that. But the majority of the time, that is your job. That is your trash to be responsible for. So it's really important to um, communicate that. And as I always say, you have to set and share expectations. Those things cannot be separated. You cannot just set expectations and not share that. That is a recipe for disaster and resentment and bitterness and frustration. So please set and share those expectations and know that you're probably going to have to say it more than once uh, to your kids and even your spouse (laughs) to get on the same page and especially implementing new routines. So these are big pieces of, again, you're building those core elements of your day, figuring out what times they happen the majority of the time figure out how you can pair other tasks with those to fill in all those other things you have to get done and figuring out these delegation opportunities to teach and train your kids as well in sharing that family expectation. So this is kind of your recipe for figuring out how to do it all, figuring out what's actually important and maybe some things that you're doing that aren't essential or that aren't as important in this season of life. Maybe it needs to literally be removed off the plate or just the capacity at which you do it needs to kind of come down. Like laundry just gets simplified. Like people's clothes are in baskets. They're not fully perfectly folded or whatever. You know what I mean? Like just really thinking through what things look like in this season of life and what is a realistic expectation of your day and what can happen. And not every day is going to be the same. Some days may be more jam-packed with other activities and know that not everything's going to get done. You can't hold the same expectation for yourself every single day of the week because there are different components. When you add other events or activities, you have to know sometimes things are going to get sacrificed in that and they will have to get bumped. Like being flexible and knowing just, hey, one day you're just having an off day and you just do not have it in you that day to get these things done. Having grace for yourself and knowing that you're not a robot and it's okay (laughs) to have a more chill day and like things will survive and go on. So I just want you to take this general practice of noticing what's important, figuring out how to delegate and assign times, 
and practice this. Practice doing it for a few weeks and find where you need to shift, like rearranging the time for something or you know what, I can really pair this task in the morning instead of the afternoon, like figuring out what is going to work for you and to not try it for a few days and be like, oh my gosh, this is awful. I still can't get it done. You're going to need some time to play with it and find your sweet spot. And so I hope this kind of recipe here encourages you that you can find a way to get more done, to be more efficient and impactful, that you're being very intentional with how you spend your time. You know what to say no to because you can see your calendar and see where your time is being spent to know, you know what, that day I cannot do a play date or that day I cannot do that volunteer activity or take on this project because there's too much going on. But this day of the week is better. Like practice paying attention and being intentional with what you say yes and no to that you can build a schedule that you're not resentful of and regretting you've said yes to things because you literally don't have time. So please be very intentional with your time and just have plenty of grace in there, but know that you can work through and take some of these strategies to figure out what works for you, how you can be more productive without just feeling like a slave all day of just constantly doing little things all day long. You set your intention and your expectation and you work together as a family to get things done. And I'm just really excited for you to try some of this out and practice the assign a time method. Again, you can see more about that mommadeplans.com slash time and just really start unlocking how to be more productive and effective in your day in a way that feels better, that you're not just rushing and surviving through the day. And that is how you figure out how to do it all. And the secret is not trying to do it all yourself. All right, your intentional step for today is to try that assign a time method with the essential components of your day that you have to get done. And that bonus element is to really start noticing throughout your day where you can teach your kids instead of just doing things for them and get that support so that you aren't doing all the things by yourself. And that's how we start to figure out how to get it all done.